Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It's time for a new episode of TNG. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something then tell me something good. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Hey, look, guys, real quick. Don't forget to visit our YouTube page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. And as always, I want to give you a huge shout out to my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, my lovely wife, Nicole. Hey, girl, how you doing? I know you're watching. I know you're listening. Guys, listen, uh, in a very short time, this show has really taken off, and it's being heard in places all around the globe. Yeah, places like in Egypt, in Thailand, and Switzerland, just to name a few. So to everybody that's watching and listening all around the world, thank you for streaming in to TMG. Guys, if this is your very first time tuning in, your very first time hearing my voice, let me take this time and this moment to tell you thank you for being part of the show. I'm glad of that. And whether you heard us by accident or someone invited you to watch the show, either way, guess what? I'm glad. Now, you say, Travis, hold on, man. I've been watching your show for three years. I've been listening to you for three years, man. I've gone nowhere. Thank you so much for tuning in and your consistency. I really appreciate it. Guys, we're going to have another amazing show tonight. We have a special guest who's going to join us, shed some light on some things. Before we do, guys, you know how they got to do it. Got to get some things taken care of, get some stuff out the way. Now, everybody knows that this show is all about finding moments of inspiration with um, everyday people, like with you and like with me. So if you have an inspiring story that you would like to tell and come on the show, drop us an email. That's T-E-L-L, me something 21 at gmail.com. It's said, Travis, I wouldn't don't want to come on a show, but I do know someone who has an inspiring story. Well, guys, drop us their information, and we'd be happy to reach out to them. And guess what? You can even remain anonymous if you'd like, so you don't have to come on the show. Uh, guys, I'm going to play some information by our affiliate sponsors. We have some great affiliate sponsors here at TMG. Tell Me Something Good podcast. And I want you guys to visit our sponsors. The special link for our sponsors will be in the chat. Visit those sponsors. After that, we're going to dive into this show because it's going to be good. Walmart is a proud associate sponsor of TMG Tell Me Something Good podcast. Please use the special link bit.ly forward slash tell me something good and visit our sponsor. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through this link. 
Fanatics is the place to go for all of your officially licensed sports gear from your favorite sports and sports teams. Use the special link bit.ly forward slash tell me something 21 and pay a visit to our sponsor today. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through this link. And by Mint Mobile. Sign up and find the cellular plan that's right for you. Use the special link bit.ly forward slash tell me something mint and visit our sponsor. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through this link. There it is, guys. Please visit one of our affiliate sponsors. The special links will be in the chat. Guys, if you did not catch tonight's episode, tonight's episode is entitled Priceless. Yeah, tonight's episode, guys, is entitled Priceless. Uh, guys, I want to put something up real quick. And I want you to tell me if you recognize what it is that I'm putting up. Uh, can you tell me what this is that you see falling to the ground? Looks like there are diamonds falling. Diamonds. And many people can recognize diamonds when they are falling. And yeah, but a lot of times people can't really recognize diamonds face to face because when diamonds are freshly mined and they come out of the mine, they don't look like what we think they look like. They look totally different in comparison to that. Now, many people are able to recognize diamonds that have that familiar, brilliant shine to them. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like the ones we just saw falling, the ones that are usually in a diamond ring or a diamond necklace. So you know what I mean? The ones we we made most familiar with, we're seeing in rings and, and other jewelry. The diamonds that sparkle and catches everybody's eye. Those are the kind of diamonds most of us recognize. But there are some diamonds we kind of just don't recognize, and they are still priceless. The diamonds that sparkle. But did you know that the diamonds that get dug fresh from the earth don't resemble anything like we may be used to seeing? They're like the ones that we see, like a big rock of coal, and we wonder, like, is that a diamond? And it absolutely is. Uh, but did you know that diamonds, when they come out of Earth, they don't resemble anything like we used to see. And they are called raw diamonds. That's right. They're called raw diamonds. They're not raw because they have little value. But they are raw because they are untouched. That's right. That's why they call them diamonds raw. Our guest tonight, Twana Lawler. She will be sharing and showing that no matter which stage of the process you have to survive, you are still priceless. Listen, guys, she's amazing. She is a motivational speaker. She is a screenwriter. That means she writes movies, guys. That's what that means. She's a screenwriter, a playwright, a poet, a songwriter who creates riveting truths about love, life, and relationships. Guys, I want you to give a huge TMG welcome to Twana Lawler. Twana, how you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Me? Are you kidding me? I'm doing fantastic. It's <laughs> glad to have you here today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Woo! Guys, I, I'm so excited to jump into this and get with your uh with your story and get with this episode. Guys, you're gonna love this, man. You really are 20. You and I, uh, we had some conversations before the show. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, they were really just kind of opened my mind and my eyes to a lot of different things. And they really showed the resilience of people and show your resilience to be stand sitting here today on the show, and that's just amazing. Uh, uh, it's an honor to have you a part of the show today. Now, we've done some talking uh, before the show, and it was just encouraging. Um, if you will, please let the audience know just a little bit about you, if you don't mind. 
when you told the gist of it that I am a poet, playwright, gospel songwriter, a motivational speaker, and on top of that, I'm an AIDS survivor. And that's the most important thing. So uh, that's pretty much it. I, you know, I've, uh, all I do is write a lot. I just sit and write when I'm not working. I sit and write all, all the time. So if wow. it's poems or on a play, and I'm working on a movie now, and I meant to tell you about oh, my life. Oh. What movie are you working on? About my life, a true story. Guys, I told you she's good. <laughs> she's working on a movie even as we speak, Tawana. How long have you been working on it? Ooh, for a few months. My daughter <laughs> told me one day, she called me. And I had the night before I had a dream. Uh -huh. In that dream, I kept hearing no holes barred, no holes barred. And it was mm. yelling at me. Like first it was kind of low, then it get medium, then it got real loud. And I heard and woke up. And then I asked the Lord, I said, were you talking to me? He said, yeah. I said, was that a title? <laughs> and he said, yeah. So I'm thinking it was a title for a book. Uh -huh. my, do my daughter called and said, uh, the Lord told her it's time for me to start working on the book about my life. So then I started doing it. So about three months and I've been working off and on on it because I was do I'm doing some other stuff too, trying to get in some contests and stuff. So, so you've been kind of busy. Yeah. That's I what I keep hearing. Yeah. I try to keep busy. <laughs> that that's, that's amazing that you are uh, staying as busy or cause I know your, your schedule is demanding. I know you, that you do quite a bit. And I know you don't just sit around on your fingers and hands and, and thumb your nails and say, oh, well, oh, well. So I know you stay quite busy. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is absolutely amazing. Um, Jessica, I don't even know where to start. It's so much, so much to unpack. Uh, when we talked, um, you mentioned that something kind of tragic happened to you. Your, your, your story, everybody, and, and I say this to everybody, you know, this the show, uh, part of the show says, it's about finding moments of inspiration in our everyday lives. Everybody's everyday life is completely different. Mm -hmm. Everybody's everyday life is different. Nobody's everyday life looks the same, right? And I, I wanted to know what is, um, wh what's your story? So we got to figure out and dig into this about what your story is, Tawana. So when we talk, you mentioned something kind of tragic that happened to you. Uh, that happened to you that had a, had a life changing effect. As a matter of fact, um, please briefly, if you don't mind, share it with our audience what it was and what happened as a result of this horrific incident. So many horrific incidents happened, so I don't know which one. <laughs> okay, let's start with the one about the ten years. Okay, let's start with that one. Okay. I had relocated to, from Louisville, Kentucky uh, uh, to California, and I had custody of five of my grandkids, and it was myself, the grandkids, and one of my daughters and her daughter. We was there for about a year, and I started getting sick, and we lived in Sacramento, and I didn't know why, and so uh, we I didn't do anything. I would just take, uh, I would drink tea. That's what I would do. I would drink a lot of tea, a lot of green tea. And I'm trying to do whatever to make me feel so I can feel better. But then we end up moving uh, to uh, L.A. County. And that's when they told me they think it's uh, bladder. But first he said uh, he thought it was kidney disease. And so I uh, found out it wasn't that. And then I moved to Northern California. And that's where I found out what it was after I was kept, uh, diagnosed with lupus, too. Then uh, I went to a lady doctor and she said, uh, your symptoms sound like HIV. Oh, wow. And I said to her, because I had been celibate for 10 years. Right, so I right. I said to her, there's no way I can have that because I was uneducated about the disease as well. So I was like, there is no way. And she said, I said, I've been celibate for 10 years. She said, it doesn't matter. And she said, can I test you? And I said, yeah, it's going to come back. I'm okay. It's going to come back that I'm okay. And uh, she said, well, I'm going to test you and then I'll come back. And I had to go back in two weeks. And when I went back, right. she, uh, she came in there and she said, you know, your test, your test came back and you tested positive for HIV. I just was stoned. I know, right? Because uh, I, I was in shock. I was in shock. I had not been with anybody. 
And then I had to sit and think too, because it had been 10 years. Like, who the heck was I with? Because I never thought about that guy anymore. So I was right, like, right. who? And then that's when my daughter said, remember, he was the last one. And when I knew I didn't have anything. So that's the thing about it. I knew I didn't have anything. So I had been tested before. Uh, so that was devastating. So then I went through this deep denial, deep depression. Right, right. And, and didn't take the medicine. And three years later, I had a seizure. And when I had the seizure, my youngest daughter knew to lay me on my side, make sure, you know, I didn't bite my tongue or whatever. So she knew to do in that. And then when my other daughter is the one who called 911 and they came and got me. And I had to stay in the hospital. And then I didn't, when I woke up, I, my daughters were standing over me and I didn't know who they were. And uh, they were kind of shocked that I didn't know who they were because I was like, who, who are you all? And uh, that's when I was diagnosed with uh, AIDS and dementia. And then when I went to the doctor, they said AIDS, dementia, two weeks to live. And my, wow. my, yeah, my viral load was like over a million. So that's Good really, great. really high. And, yeah, so the, and my uh, CD4, what they call T cells, are 21. Supposed mm -hmm. to be 200 or over. So. so your body was really working to try to uh, fight what, what had invaded mm -hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's crazy. And I got to ask. So you touched on it. You touched on it. So I'm going to bring it up since you touched on it. Um, what was kind of going through your mind, you know, or can you tell us what was going through your mind? Some of the things that you were thinking, you said I was in denial, you know, I, I can't believe I didn't take any medicine, got depressed. Were you, were you angry or bitter? What, what, what was kind of feeling? I wasn't angry. Mm -hmm. I was in the beginning. I was angry at the guy. I was angry okay. at the guy in the beginning. But I wasn't really angry because at this point, <laughs> I might have been through so much. So <laughs> I was like, either I'm going to fight this or I'm mm. just going to throw in the towel. But I done fought everything else and made right. it through. So, and my daughters kept talking to me and stuff. And if it wasn't for them, you know, I wouldn't be here today because that's how bad, how depressed I was. And then I started thinking if I had a gun, which I don't even buy guns. I was like, if I had one, I would do what my father did to himself. So I started thinking that, like, all kind of stuff was going through my mind. Like, I just didn't want to face it. I didn't want my family, to, my mother mm -hmm. to know. I didn't want my brothers to know. So, you know, I didn't want my family members to know until I was ready to tell people. Right, then, on your terms. Yeah, right. on my terms. And then we didn't end up doing that when I was ready to tell because I had to be ready to, it was hard saying that, you know, like I'm telling you now, in the beginning, it was hard doing this. Oh, I, 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 I got praying and everything. I, <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine what it was like to to gather your family together not for a family luncheon or a dinner but to have this type of conversation yeah. with them and let them know what was going on with you and then how you come and how it came about so that had to be a tough conversation mm -hmm. uh not just for you to say it but for the hear them hear you say those things so that had to extremely yeah. be tough for everybody yeah and uh and the thing about it is that my daughters, they, see, they the ones kept talking to me and was like, uh, and encouraging me because mm. I, I haven't lost it all now. Because at this, when I had, because along with the uh, the AIDS, I had dementia. So with the dementia, I didn't know how to right. do anything. They had to take care of me. So they was my caregivers. And I, they was changing the pens. I couldn't control my bowels. Mm. I, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't take care of myself. I couldn't take care of them kids. So they had to go back to their moms. Right, right. So I, because I couldn't go back home all the way in Louisville because I couldn't take care of them. I could have. I couldn't even write. I couldn't write. I couldn't feed myself. I couldn't dress myself or anything. My daughters did all that. They bathed me. They combed my hair. They brushed my teeth. They did everything. Tied my shoes and everything. Oh, wow. So they were your complete. So you were completely dependent upon them for your complete care. Your yeah. just like everyday care. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and, and they did it. And uh, not only that, Travis, the, my daughter said, my doctor, they threw in the towel. They was like, because I was like steadily diminishing. And so right. they threw in the towel, said, there's nothing else we can do, put in hospice or nursing home. My right. daughter, they said, uh, my daughter said, I told them no. My mom was too faithful. She ain't going nowhere. 
she gonna stay here and we gonna take her until she got better. And I got better. So walked in everything. How long ago was that, Twana? This well, I was diagnosed with HIV in 2010. And then uh so and that was 10 years and I had been celibate for 10, 10 years, and that's when I was diagnosed. So then uh 2013 is when I was diagnosed with AIDS. And mm -hmm. I got better really fast. I'm telling you, the doctor put me on a, a showcase. You know, they I was sitting on the table. He, oh, wow. Yeah, because he they was like the nurse and the registered nurse, a caseworker. So many people came in their room and hugged me and stuff and said, congratulations. I'm like, for what? And they said I wasn't even supposed to be here. Wow. So they didn't know how I came back. Wow. <laughs> but you know how you came back. Yes. Mm. God, God, nobody but God, nobody but. When we talk about the, you know, the, the title of the show, guys, we talk about being priceless, and we talk about um, things being very priceless and people being priceless. We have to understand, guys, that this story is priceless. Twana, you're absolutely priceless. And God, she's not even telling you all of some of the things that she had to deal with. We're going to unpack some of it, guys. <laughs> Don't go nowhere, I promise you. We're going to unpack some more. I know some of you right now, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for streaming. Come on in. Come on in. We got a good one. And, and I know we're going to unpack some more of this, guys, and let you see it. And you can be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that, Travis. And I'm telling you, we're going to unpack some more of this. Um. So, Tawana, uh, apart from what you just talked about, what we just discussed, apart from being diagnosed with AIDS, uh, and you know, you told me some of the, told us some of the things that you went through. So, apart from being diagnosed with that, uh, there was literally something else. There was something else that that occurred that uh, that I'm sure impacted your self worth as well. Uh, what happened um, surrounding a date? What happened around that? Uh, it was a guy that I was dating mm -hmm. and uh, one of his friends, I think was a relative, a cousin or something. And we all went over to his apartment and we were sitting there. We were drinking beer and stuff because that's when I used to drink. Don't drink anymore. <laughs> that's when I used to drink. <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, he, I had to use the bathroom. But mm -hmm. the, before I left, the guy kept on trying to hit on me. He right. kept saying little stuff like, you nice looking, you sexy. He kept saying stuff. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not like that. And so I was trying to figure out what were they up to because the guy, he never corrected the other guy. You know, oh, him respect wow. her. You know, he never said anything. He was up there laughing at the stuff he was saying and stuff. So I went to the bathroom. When I came back, I didn't drink the beer at first. Because I really didn't even want it. I was tired for real. So then uh next thing they was like, drink your beer, drink your beer, because it's more and stuff. So I started drinking and stuff. Next thing I know, I'm feeling like woozy. Real, real woozy and tired. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he said, the guy, his name was Michael. He said, You go back there to the bed, get in the bed, and take your clothes off. But I didn't take my clothes off because I wasn't gonna take my clothes off while that guy was in there. So I didn't right, right. So uh Next thing I know, I wakes up and the guy, Michael's behind me and my clothes are all off of me. So I don't know how they got off, but they had to do it because I was like really, really knocked out. And when I, I woke up, he was trying to put his penis in my mouth and I just smacked him and I started swinging. And that's all I remember. I don't remember how I got home. I don't remember if they did. I think he ended up touching me. I think he both of them ended up doing something to me. Mm -hmm. But uh you know, never really, really, I was already uh, drinking because of the sexual assault 10 years prior. So, right, right. Uh, thinking that was going to, you know, cover up that pain. So, that made me just drink worse. Heavier. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Guys, uh, sexual assault is, 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 is no joke. It's a very serious matter. And so, wait a minute, you went from a matter where, yeah, all these other things happen to you. Now, prior to that, even we talking about, we, we didn't even mention, you know, the situation with your father. We didn't even mention that and yeah. how that and how that impacted you. What 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 difference? What was what was that? And what difference did that make in your life, Tuana? Oh, a lot. <laughs> Not for the better. But, uh, you know, he was my everything. 
Mm. You know, he he did. I got three younger brothers. He did whatever we we got whatever we wanted. He mm-hmm. took us on trips. He prayed with us. He a cook and we did to eat at the table like a family normal family does. Right, right. He took the whole family on outings and everything. He he was a good father. And uh, my mother had left him for this guy, and I didn't know that she was moving a stranger in. And I came out of my bedroom and seeing that this man walked out of her room and he was helping us move. So I just thought he was a mover. And I said, right, right. I asked my brother, I said, what's the mover doing coming out of mom's room with a uh, robe on? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. And he said, that's her boyfriend. So then I said, I'm going back home. So when I said, I'm going back home, my three younger brothers said they wanted to go back too. So we all went. Talked to our dad, told him we was coming back. But I had to wait till that weekend, but he was being, um, he, I guess he was impatient. And he wanted right. to come like that next day. And uh, he came to get us and she wouldn't let him get us. And mm. went home the next uh, morning and, uh, you know, Shot itself. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. And that, that, by me being the only girl and his only daughter, you know, I was like the apple of his ass. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And they really, really, really bother me. And I'm just angry because I didn't like my mother's living boyfriend. And then I just didn't like a whole lot of stuff that she was doing. And I'm just angry and then end up getting pregnant on purpose. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Guys, I'm going to put up a picture real quick. And um, I, I want to kind of stress what we're talking about. Tawana, you you mentioned these things that happen. And things like this, when they happen, Tawana, they can really impact a person's self-worth and mm-hmm. impact how a person sees themselves and how they believe they are precious. Because I'm going to put up a picture. Uh, you, usually, most of us can recognize the picture on the right. And we say, oh, yeah, that's a diamond. But we don't recognize the picture on the left. The picture on the left is actually the picture on the right. It's what happens. Wow. It's, it's what occurs before it gets touched, before it goes through a process. And the one on the left is what they call a raw diamond. 
raw does not mean that it has little or no value. It means it has not been touched. It's just a, in a different stage of the process. And a lot of people that we meet, they look like what's on the left. They look like what's on the left, and we can't recognize their value. And a lot of times, we'll see ourselves as what's on the left and don't even realize that we're actually more valuable than what's on the right. Raw diamonds are actually more valuable than something that has been processed because it still contains all the original parts of it. It's also the reason it's still more valuable is because every facet of that diamond is unique. Every Everything on the right-hand side is unique. The difference between a raw diamond and a polished diamond has to do with where it is in the process. Mm -hmm. It does not mean the raw diamond is less valuable. As a matter of fact, as I said, a raw diamond is more valuable in the dirt than a polished one. Since raw diamonds are not cut and polished and left in their natural state, get this, guys, every Stone is unique. Everything is unique. Once they cut it and polish it, all you have is that one stone. But as long as it looks like what's on the left, everything about what's on the left is unique about it. Every corner, every cut, every rock, every crevice, everything that looks disfigured is completely unique and Twana, you've been sharing some stuff with us that it says, man, my, your life has been disfigured. It's been bumpy. It's been rocky. But I'm here to say, Twana, you're priceless. Thank and you. And everybody that's listening, that's watching, let, let me tell you something. Things may have occurred in your life. You have been made some poor choices and some bad decisions. But it does not mean you are not valuable. It does not mean that you have no value. I know, I know something and somebody told you that you were worthless. I know there's some thoughts in your mind that's telling you that you're not good for anything. But you are mistaken. You are just like the diamond on the left. You might be bumpy. You might not be shaped like everybody else. You might not have that shine like everybody else. But there is something about you that is unique. There is something about you that they can't touch. No matter how long you've been around, you are priceless. Whatever has been telling you that you are not important and that you no longer matter has simply not been true. And whatever may have happened to impact you the way you see yourselves, the way we see ourselves in life, guys, is simply not accurate. It's just not accurate, Twana. And your story and you, you're a testament to that. You're sitting here today. They gave you two weeks, 10 years ago. Two weeks, 10 years ago. And here you are like a diamond you're shining. You're unique. You're looking good. And you, and you, and absolutely, if you look at those two pictures, and you look at the one on the left, and then you look at the one on the right, the one on the right doesn't look anything like what's on the left. You can't even tell it been through something. <laughs> you can't even tell somebody had to polish it and grind it, and you can't tell the heat and the pressure that it was under. We can't tell the pressure you was under, Twana. Mm, a lot. We, we can't tell that you had to go through a process. Mm -hmm. We can't see the process. All we see is the shine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get you with that one. <laughs> but that's how it is. We, we go through things and it shines us. And it doesn't feel good, but it shines us. It, it is a, we doesn't like it, but it, it polishes us. 
every choice and decision we made, it polishes us. When did when did things kind of begin to turn around in a better direction for you? Uh, when I heard uh, the Lord's voice, uh, this I had just had uh, surgery and I was laying in my bed and I had staples in my stomach. So I was laying in the bed crying out to uh, Jesus to take the pain away. But the whole time I'm saying to myself and I said it to, to the Lord too. I said, I know I'm a heathen and I'm go to church and I drink beer and I smoke cigarettes and I party. And then, you know, I ride around with my car with the praying hands on it and everything. And I, once I said that, he spoke to me. He whispered in my ear and said, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. And then when my the pain did go away, and it was when I opened up my eyes, it was a light. The room was lit. And then it just started kind of dissipating, uh, disappearing a little bit. And so I got the pain went away, and I got it went to my computer. And start writing uh, those poems, and been writing them ever since. Wow! Yeah. Wow! wow. It, so you you, you kind of had this this epiphany, this kind of like, hey, I need to do something different than yeah. what I'm doing now. And she, she she said she reached out on on her faith. She depended on her faith. And guys, let me help you out. Whether you believe the way she believes or not, that's not important here. What's important is the fact that she, she realized it took something more than what she could do. Mm-hmm. It took mm-hmm. more than what she mm-hmm. could do. Remember, she said she was in the bed with staples in her stomach in pain. So that means already tells you right there it was beyond her control. Have you ever... I'm just going to ask the audience this because I know you're listening, guys. Have you ever had a situation or an occurrence that was beyond your control? I know, I know. Things happen all the time. Things happen that they are beyond your control. And no matter what you decide to do, there comes a time when you just have to do what you have to do and get that relief. So you, you began to pray and say, God, help me. And, and you felt him to begin to talk to you. And things were going to happen. Things were going to turn kind of turn around for you. Yeah. For the time being. Oh, see, that, <laughs> that was my next question. See, you read my mind. You, you knew what I was about to ask you. You, you knew that. Uh, was it an overnight thing? Or was it something that took some time to happen? Or what? Uh, the guy. Yeah, was it over when you asked God to help you? Was it an overnight thing when things turned around, uh, or, was, uh, or did it take some time? Oh no, it was like right then and there because when I asked him to do it, and he did it, he took the pain away. Wow! And, I, and then I went, got up, and uh, went to the computer. And then my daughter said, "My one of my daughters, her name is Tanya. She would come over to see me every day. She was pregnant with her. Uh, well, her daughter grown now, but she was pregnant <laughs> with her. And she, she would come and uh, uh, see me all like almost every day when I get out from work. So uh-huh. she said one day she came over there. She said, Mama. I came over here, she said, and I will see you on the computer every day writing poems, writing your poems. She said, you look like you were so much in peace. She said she went home and prayed to God and said, could you please give me just a little piece of the peace you gave my mama? Wow. And now she had spiritual dreams and everything. They be coming true, too. Wow. So your, your step, your when you stepped out on faith, it encouraged someone else to step out on mm-hmm. faith. And so now she's kind of, wow. So yeah. your life became a testament to your daughter. Yeah. And, and she's like my armor bearer, for real. She <laughs> she's been by my side, like, all the time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that's that got to make you feel good, though, right? That's yeah. got to make you feel good. Because I was going through a whole lot when I had to step up and get my grandkids. I had a bunch of demons coming after me. I'm telling you, like a, a, a bunch of them, a, a whole lot. I, so many, I can't even count. And, you know, every day was some back calling because they want to split them kids up. And I was not going to do that. So I stood st- stern on that because 
I wasn't even going to get the kids. I think I told you I didn't even want to get the kids because I knew my daughter was going to send me through some stuff. I just mm. had that feeling that she was going to send me through a whole lot of stuff. And she did just that. Did just that. She didn't do nothing, Travis, to get the kids back now. She supposed to went to the classes. She uh -huh. did nothing. Did nothing. And they gave me permanent custody. So Wow. And I had them for 10 years. So I really raised them. So I had them for 10 years, but they so, got mad at me because they had to go back. So you so you were a mom to them. Yeah. Wow. The, the, the youngest uh is going on 19, and that's what she used to call me. And I would tell her have to tell because she was three months old when I got her. Oh, yeah, you definitely her mom to her. Yeah. And that's what she tell me all the time. She said, You still, you know, they call me Ghana. And she said, You my Ghana, but you my mother before anything. That's right. Yeah. And, and and that I mean, you you've been there all her life. Uh, to protect her mm -hmm. and to help look out for her and provide for her. So to her, you absolutely your mom. You will always be mom, no matter what you say or what you do. So you yeah. stuck with that one. Yeah. You're stuck with yeah. that one, Twana. You but just I love it, though. She, I know she, you do. My baby, I can tell. Yeah, yeah she's my baby. When I said, I'm never going to raise a baby, boy. I, I just loved it. I did. I just loved changing up, waking up in the middle of the night. Any other time if I was young, it would have gotten my, on my nerves. But I did it. I did it. And I Them grandkids will make a change in mind, girl. Huh? Them grandkids will make a change yes, in mind. Yes, they will. <laughs> they the only ones can do that, too. I tell I, people, they the only ones can do that because they, it's something about them grandkids. I got, we have, my wife and I have one. And man, he, 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 he he's a boy. He's our first one. He's our only one right he's now. Cool. And yeah, so you already know. I'm gonna have to go into sure. it. <laughs> He's a boy too. And you already know exactly. You already yeah, know. I'm gonna be like a grandparent. Then I'm a, a great grandmother. <laughs> I have a great grandson. That's my baby. Yeah, He's see, three years old. See, mess yeah. with him if you want to. <laughs> she yeah, that is my baby. Now, any other time, I would be like a great grandmother. I won't be no great grandmother, but I was happy. I, I was know, happy because right? she was grown. You know, she wasn't no teenager. I got all granddaughters, Travis. Seven granddaughters and oh one grandson. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right, let me ask you a question. <laughs> so you're writing these poems and all these different things, and, and you started, so you said you, you're looking to get into some contests. Now, I got to ask you this. I, I, I know some of the stuff you do, and I've seen some of it. How did in the world did you begin writing plays and for movies? How did you begin being a playwright and a screenwriter? How, how did that even start? Because I thought I was writing the poems. And uh, I told my daughter, I said, I'm going to train myself how to write a play. And okay. I, I had to research it because you have to measure it a certain type of way. Right. And I, I did. And then I uh, wrote one and entered it in a contest. And it was uh, th it made uh, three, got to three. Awesome. So, that's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> that's your all the confirmation you needed. Yeah, that's the all. Yes, you're right. That is the all. And I said, uh oh, I got it. And so then I wrote a movie, and that's when I wrote that movie I told you about. The right. So and then I seen it in the Walmart, but I wrote that movie, and then I didn't do anything else because I lived in Louisville when I did that. But then when I moved to California. That's when I got uh, heard from the guy who, Dan Garcia. That's who I wrote the three movies for. I wrote more than, than three movies. I wrote like four or five. Because wow. I, I was finishing them like two weeks. I can't do that now. But I was finished with, with the kids <laughs> running around, making noise, throwing stuff in the background. Now they weren't doing all that because they was very well. When they was with their grandmother, they knew better. <laughs> Gana don't play that. Yeah, so grandma was, don't play. Grandma don't play. Yeah, too many of them. They had to be like, you sit, go in the line. You had to do everything proper. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. They had to do everything because that was, and they had uh, Jesus because we went to church. So we, we still Jesus. And we, my daughter even had a Bible study, her own Bible study. My grown daughter <laughs> was having a Bible study. But, uh, yeah, it was it was hard, but I got Tanya helped me. So, and she the one that's how I'm gonna take. She the one said, "Mama, go ahead and take them." Mm -hmm. She said because uh, you know you gonna end up regretting it because they're gonna put them put them in foster care, and that's what made me change my mind because I didn't want to go foster care and they be split up and all that. You know, some foster care ain't good for you. So, and you know, I rather for them to be with me. And I was praying that my daughter daughter got herself together, but she did. She did. Wow, that 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 story there 
is amazing, guys. Um, absolutely amazing. Again, guys, you're doing for other people what was done to you. you you're priceless. You're showing your grandchildren how priceless they are uh, by doing the things that you're doing. So you, your life just, just turned. You went from two weeks to live, 10 years later, you're writing plays, you're writing movies, um, you're doing so much, writing poems, gospel songwriter. Uh, you battled through a lot of different things. What kept you encouraged? Uh, the ability that I was able to write because the doctors kept me out on that too. They said if I got better, uh, if you know if I don't pass, that I'm not gonna be the same. That because they were saying I was gonna still have dementia and I wasn't gonna be the same and I would never be able to write again. So now I love my gifts. I loved them at first, but now I love them. I enjoy them. I tell God thank you every time when I'm writing, I tell him thank you. And I listen to God for me because I'm writing because. Is this gift came? These gifts came from him. It didn't come from anybody else. It came from him. So, and I'm grateful for that because I love what I do. I really do. Wow, wow, guys, that's absolutely uh, um, amazing, Twana. I, I I really love that. I'm gonna put up something here real quick. Let's see here. I'm just gonna put up your website. Uh, I know you're on social media, Twana. I know mm -hmm. you are. Where where can they find you? Are you on Facebook, Instagram? Where where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Instagram is uh, Songwriter Plus. Okay. Songwriter Plus. And then it's another one. I got two Instagrams in Tawana the Writer. Tawana then a dash. Uh, Tawana then like uh, the little underscore. Tawana underscore. I think that's what it is. It's Tawana Lawler the Writer. Uh, don't worry, I'm gonna have it on the screen in a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I can't remember that one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let me share. Let me share your website right here, where everybody can see it. Okay. There we go. Everybody's looking at your website right now, and I'm just gonna scroll through it. This is one of your plays, part one of your plays right here, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They just turned them into movies. Oh wow! Incredible, guys. Look, we're looking at our stuff here. All this great stuff is on her website. Who is this? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> All this wonderful stuff, guys, here. Uh, home movies, uh, season eight, Survivor, poetry, creative work, bookstore, more. Guys, uh, she has a lot of stuff. I saw this. Um, I, I, I watched that video. It was great. There's some books by her show. Here it is. So you're doing some books, some writing. So she's doing some great things, guys. Uh, visit her website. It's, it's T-W-A-N-A-Lawler.net. T-W-A-N-A-Lawler, L-A-W-L-E-R.net. That is her um, website, guys. As you can see, she has lots of videos on here, of stuff that she's done. Uh, if, oh, here's her email address here, guys. Right here, info, I-N-F-O, at T-W-A-N-A, Lawler, L-A-W-L-E-R, dot net. Again, that's info at T-W-A-N-A, L-A-W-L-E-R, dot net. Um, let me go ahead and get that off screen. There we go. Uh, Twana, uh, man, that is absolutely fantastic. Um, what you've been able to do um, with your life. What is one thing um, that you would share, you could say to someone who's listening right now? All right, let's, let's say there's somebody that's listening right now and you looking at them face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball. Eyeball. What would you say to someone listening right now who might not be feeling quite priceless right now? They might be feeling, I've made so many mistakes. I've done so much wrong or, or so much has happened to me in my life or, or this has happened and that has happened. What would you say? Someone's gone through so much. What would you say to someone who may not be feeling priceless and struggles with how they see themselves? What would you say to them? I would first tell them to be faithful because being faithful is very important because that's one thing I was the whole time. I was faithful. I never lost my faith. Ever. I never wavered on the faith. I never straddled the fence about Jesus or none of that. Because, and don't be quick to get angry. 
because that, that's one thing I got angry and then I knew I had to apologize for me being angry. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Jesus said, you need to apologize to yourself, too. So Ooh. a lot of us need to apologize to ourselves. That's what he said to me. After I apologized uh, for being angry at the guy for giving me the, the disease, mm-hmm. now you need to apologize to yourself. So and, there's some chance we have to do some, um, we have to forgive ourselves. For yeah. Things. Yeah. Wow. We have to forgive ourselves. Because I, uh, and when you think about it, I was angry at myself for real. Because you know, I wanted to beat myself up outside of my head. Like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? <laughs> like, like especially yeah. with the guy. I thought I was already celibate. So I'm like, what was you thinking? I was telling that guy, I want to uh, wait till I get married, and I, you know, I want to do everything different now. And I don't want to do the same old thing that you know uh, that right. I done before. And he's like, I'm gonna marry you. I love you. I'm telling you, he would feed me that fish oil. Uh, Tawana I think there are quite a few people that will be hearing this that can say they all had a tablespoon or a whole jar of that same fish oil so uh, you're not by (laughs) yourself (laughs) I I, want to absolutely thank you so much for being here Tawana I really mean that each of us guys each of us are valuable we are. Each of us mm-hmm. are available and not because someone else says so or even acknowledges us. Even if someone doesn't acknowledge us, you are still valuable. You are still priceless. You're like the raw diamond. You're like that rough diamond that I showed earlier. You're valuable long before someone finds you and tries to place a price tag on you. There's only mm. one you. And you truly are priceless. Thank you. Guys, it's about that time. And as always, I want to say real thank you for our guest being here today, Ms. Twana Lawler. Guys, thank you for being a part of the show today. And as always, it's been a real blast. Don't forget right here, you can stream in every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday to listen to the show. Or you can stream it on your favorite streaming platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora Music, and so many more. Guys, we got to get out of here. But before we do, as always, in party, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. I got Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.